Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This doesn't have a number for this episode because this is a bit of a bonus. This week is a fifth week of the month. When that happens, it is called an annuals week in most times of comicdom. Marvel doesn't really have that. DC is more of an annuals week type deal, but even them this week, they don't necessarily have annuals, but it's an annuals week. And every time there's an annuals week, the podcast is on the Patreon exclusively. And so this week, if you want to listen to the new show, the new show that is, in fact, episode 289 and 290, because there'll be 289, a regular Marvel show, and then 290, a catch up X-Men show. You will have to go to the Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science. Now, when you go and do that and you listen to this and then you go, you will not be charged right away. You end up being able to join up and not be charged. And you'll only be charged if you like what you hear and continue on into May. If you quit during April, you'll never be charged. It is a no fuss, no muss free trial to check out things i like to have people go and see what we are all about one of the things that you'll be able to get right away will end up being the podcast and even then you'll have still tons of other stuff to check out all that thing so go over to weird science weird science go over to patreon.com slash weird science but i figured because I haven't had an X-Men show in a while, so one of the shows has been a little MIA as I've let the books gather up so that we can have a full show with what I am reading and talking about, which we will get right back to that after this annuals week. We'll get back on track with the X-Books, but with the Star Wars book show and the regular show, all of that going on, I figured that we'd have one last show here, a bonus show, and what this bonus show will do even if you didn't go over to the Patreon right away, I'm going to show you what we do during our Patreon spotlight, which I always mention are the two books picked by the badasses, the Get Fresh crew, beep, boop. And last week, they ended up picking Alien number one and the Miles Morales Spider-Man number 24. So as a bonus, I'm going to put that spotlight right here. You can listen to it right now. You could see what that's all about, what's going on. Now, there is a special little treat for old-time and long-time listeners, first-time callers maybe, but it's Eric Shea, who is my cohort over on the DC Comics Podcast, joined me to talk Alien. Me and him talk Alien. He's a big Alien fan. He's a big horror movie fan, and I thought he did a great job and ended up making me enjoy the book more than even when I reviewed it on the site and came up with some really cool theories and i do believe that he's going to continue talking alien with me for either the show or the spotlight whatever it ends up falling when the badass is picked and also when we end up having the marvel predator book he has agreed to do that as well so just as a bonus but yeah this is a bonus little bonus coverage here to have something this week because with this whole thing going on we will not be back with another show until next wednesday so if you want to just wait till then you can but i really would beg people to go and check out the patreon because i do think it's something if you do see what's going on and see how many shows we actually do and how many varied shows uh it's hard for me to really push how big and vast of the things that we do but if you do go over and check it out listen to some shows i'm hoping that you'd be hooked and hook, line, and sinker. But with that, I'm going to go right now. We're going to listen to me and Eric talk about the Alien book, and then me, myself, and I, as De La Soul sang, talking about Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 24.
Marvel Spotlight. Just one or two books so you can dip in the toe. Time for the Marvel Spotlight. I'm talking the brand and way up there in Buffalo. Time for the Marvel Spotlight. Just one or two books on Wednesday night. Oh, yeah, Spotlight on, and there's no Brandon here. Uh, am I talking, talking about? Am I My talking to the cellar dweller? How <laughs> about the cellar dweller? I almost had the boys' toys theme that I was going to play because you are playing with toys right now, right? Are you playing with power? Are you? Because we're be. we're here to talk alien. And I ended up first suggesting. Got my scorpion alien yeah. here. Got my queen alien right here. I got oh, my Ripley my. and my broken bishop over there. Grow up. <laughs> Man, this is the Marvel spot. I mean, we don't play games no. over here. Uh, but yeah, we have a Alien, and I ended up trying to throw the hints for you to review it on the site. No, 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 no. I saw the hints. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. not doing this. There was, there was no mention. I thought, boy, hey, you Eric, want to do this Philip Kennedy Johnson Alien Eric, book? You Eric know likes about? this no. Alien. Well, it's the number one. Also, I would love to have you tell me right now, like, this ain't no Marvel book. This this means to me, this is way off the path even more than Star Wars. This is which Dark you Horse. Always say. It's just Dark so, Horse. Well, aren't they all? Isn't it? No. It's, isn't this a Dark Horse for book of the year, Eric? Isn't it? No. And the thing uh, is, with the idea of alien comics and stuff like that, every time you do it, they don't sell very well, and they usually get canceled. And the only time that I'm really interested in reading about them, when they have a crazy versus going on, like an alien versus predator, alien versus predator versus Freddy, predator, right? aliens versus Green Lantern, some yeah. weird shit like that. that was That's what I'm interested. Cool. But when no, it was okay. But when aliens you have versus this whole Silver thing, Surfer. Would I never you read like it. that. Is that I a don't thing? know. I'm just saying now it's at Marvel. We can have a bunch of crazy things. Aliens versus the Star Wars. I'm sure you had a bunch already because even when it was at Dark Horse, you'd have like crossovers with yeah. DC Comics. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure there's a bunch of things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. And the problem is, is I read and reviewed this and then I thought, boy, I, I got to get the seller dweller involved <laughs> because I hope that you would like it more than me. I think you will. But not, you know, you, you don't think it's a 10 out of 10 like well, some I'm are saying, crowing I was telling about. you beforehand because I would never get the Alien comics. Like, I've bought a few here and there because the idea in my mind is like, okay, I'm really going to like this one. Or I was going through a weird phase like, I want to get back into Alien or Aliens. If it was a dry spell during the movie's not coming out or something like that. And the problem is Aliens is a very – it's a very visual and audio like kind of situation when it's you jump into the movies. It's also a atmospheric thing, yeah, like exactly. you're saying. So when you, you have get it in on that a, mood on a panel on a page, you don't see the movement. Like when you have a wall of this weird like alien goo, and all of a sudden one of the aliens moves out of nowhere. Nobody yeah, yeah. sees it but you. Scares the hell. Like out of a little you. twitch, even exactly. Like, yeah, and, and so even the little like the yeah. hiss of the alien as they're doing different shit. Like it's a very like, you know, like uh, I can't say tactile, but I can't think of the words I want to go into it, but you need motion. You need audio to go into it. So when it's on the printed page, it really just kind of comes off. I agree. Boring. Now add to that, Eric. Well, first off, I do want to mention that I really did like the alien versus predators video game. That first one, one? Where, with the one that uh, I ended up playing it on the Jaguar. The yes, on the, the Jaguar. And I, I know. I, love I loved game. it. I love that so much. Never picked the alien, though. I didn't like being no, the no, alien. The thing is, I hated the Predator. I thought the Predator yeah. was worse when it was either Colonial Marine or I just an alien. Marine is what I did. And me and my buddy Pete, he ended up having a way that we could do it uh, linked up. And nice. we would play, and it was real cool. And uh, it was scary as shit when the Predator would like whisper to you and you'd hear it. But again, that was like an audio deal. Even that, yeah. they knew. My problem. Well, even the idea with the aliens when you're the Colonial Marine, there's nothing aliens scarier slow, in, a, in any video game in my mind where you have that motion to beep, mm-hmm. beep. Beep, and then it starts picking up as it gets closer. You see they're more on your screen, oh, and yeah. you're in the dark. You can't see them. You just open fire, and the the muzzle flash of your freaking rifle. You start seeing them crawling on the walls and the ceilings. You're terrified. There's nothing yeah. scarier than that. There isn't. And with that, let me piss some people off. And I'm sure there's some alien fans that are listening and what I'm talking to. But it, the first alien movie was too slow moving for me. It's a great movie, you know, and and Look, so alien I'm there. And aliens are great movies, and that's pretty much it in my mind. <laughs> yeah, and and I I'll admit this is the thing. I'm not such a dick. I, I realize that Alien, what it is and what it did, incredible. It is like you always say, and everybody does a slasher film set in space, and it has that deal going Ten on. Indians. That's not my thing, right? And, and so when I'm watching it as a young kid. 
It scared the crap out of me. It was. <laughs> I, it, it was on HBO. I watched it. It scared. Did that come out seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was real young, and it scared the shit out of me. But. <laughs> It's something that when I go back, because I think the idea, and I don't necessarily think it's dated, might be a little, but it's it's a little bit. It's when you not, see the computer screen, yeah, you're like, that's the, the problem. Green. <laughs> but I can't watch it now. I've tried to go back and okay, I'm going to watch all the alien movies, and I go back and I just I end up going right to aliens, and even that I've only seen a couple times, which I do like, and because I'm more of an action. Well, movie that's the guy. thing is, even that if you go from aliens, if you could sit down and watch the, the Zack Snyder Justice League cut, you could sit down and watch Alien and Aliens because they are that a is, perfect package together. That is true, Eric, but I still haven't gotten ten minutes into the <laughs> Justice League Zack Snyder I, cut. I, I so. think I'm going to watch it this week, and it's it's. I hope. You do. I ended up having people ask, and I said that you would probably be watching it before me. But tell me when you're going to watch it. Maybe I'll try to get around that same time. Maybe no. we can live tweet it, right, Eric? That's live tweeting. Where's Dan Stransky? He's live tweeting Golden Girls season three, episode five, as we speak, I think. But yeah, the thing about this, I'm reading this, and it it, it has something missing. You said with the transferring, and it's Paul Reiser. That's who's missing. And, and so, but here's <laughs> I the hate thing: him. Where, I hate but, him so much. And that's what the cool thing about some of this is. And when you go into an aliens book like this, you know kind of the landscape uh, of what's going to happen. Yeah, there's mystery set up, but in the end, you end up having people doing the things they shouldn't be doing. The xenomorphs end up going. Well, that's the thing is, even when I'm doing this, because I'm stupid when I read comics like this, where I want to know more than they're actually giving me, so I'm trying to stop and read and like, yeah. go look up different things. Because at the time, they let you know it's tw- the year 2200 right away. I'm like, Alien 3 happened in 2179. How did we get more aliens after Ripley sacrificed herself to make sure that Waylon Yutani couldn't get an alien? Oh, my God. Yeah. And and so there there is some cool things to be had. And I'll do the credits in a minute and we'll read the uh, recap. But the idea like this could end up being, you know, like the Star Wars stuff that takes place between, you know, New Hope and Empire and Empire and Jedi and things like that, that you end up you know, maybe filling in some blanks or whatnot, but I don't know. And I don't trust Phil Kennedy Johnson enough yet to know that he is going to do anything but bore the pants off me. And really you can bore the pants off me doing anything. Cause I'll just take my pants off. But it's it just, when I go into this, what I, my main thing is, is that I'm going in to be wowed so that I continue. I'm being, I'm not going in as, oh my God, I need some alien stuff. And boy, I can't wait. Slow burn. I know I'm it's going to be a slow going burn. In but hoping they better give me the stuff I liked out of aliens. Bishop yeah, better right. do the knife game yeah. and Joe Paxson better I say need, game I over. Do. I need knife game over, and game, game over, game man. Over. I need to have some. And with this, you could have had a bit. You, because you do have flashbacks, something went wrong with the main guy. Plays at the same yes, time. it is. Um, so you got to think of okay, what's Philip Kennedy Johnson doing here? Is he because now Marvel just gets the alien license, yeah. so they're going to do this? So in this first issue, are you trying to please and intrigue longtime alien fans, or are you trying to get new people on board? And you said it already. Alien comics don't sell well. Now, you can do both. You can end up, you know, having the whole... I don't think Philip Kennedy Johnson's good enough to do that. I think that he is banking on people who are already into Alien and going into that, going with this, because I do think that people who aren't, they're, they're not going to get much out of Just even thinking about it, where you have people nowadays who are the only thing they've seen, like they maybe have seen Prometheus and Alien yeah. Covenant, and that's their whole idea of what Jeez. Alien is. Yeah, really. Now, with that, you have Marvel has the Predator license now. You, you get me a Predator versus Alien. Now now I may be back they should again. Also, I, like they the, should also have the Terminator license. We go back to doing the Weird Shit Dark Horse. You still have Alien versus Predator it. versus Terminator. All of it, yeah. Uh, so when you end up going like Salvador La Roca, I like his art. But in this, it just feels a little sterile and plastic. I'm a plastic man from the yeah, future. Yeah, it looks like plastic. And, and I know that Bishop, maybe that works. But the other ones... It all looks like Everybody PlayStation 2 an Android in this. They're all artificial. That's what it looks like. Very, or they've all had work done. They've had plastic the surgery, it's right? Way, because, it's yeah. way it's so, like, easy to afford now in the future. Yeah, that's what happens. But this is Alien number one, written by our man, Philip Kennedy. Oh, man, it's a Johnson. pop-up Botox shop. Yes, that's what it looks like. Art by Salvador LaRocca, colors by Guru FX, and letters by VCs Clayton Cal. In 2122, the multi 
inter in what is that multinational corporation okay. Whalen Utani diverted their commercial towing vehicle the Nostroma to LV426 Eric this is all alien stuff a moon orbiting a the moon. planet Calpamos yeah. Wayland Yutani's purporting to answer a possible distress I'm a call. Space jockey. Secretly wish to secure, yes, yeah, specimens of a dangerous alien species known as xenomorphs. So the study in profit tragedy struck the crew of the Nostroma. The in 2179, that's 2179 to you at home. A colony known <laughs> as Hadley's Hill built on LV426, Eric. They had that's to go aliens. back, right? They had to go back. Was well, overrun by xenomorphs. And Paul Reiser's hubris. An attempt to rescue the colony was also met with tragedy. It's, 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 it's what it's they should so say funny next. To me. And yet they still haven't learned their lesson. It's so there. funny to me that in this little write up that they have for this whole thing, that they just completely ignore Alien 3 and this yeah. whole thing. And then there was the prison plan. I freaking like, and like, yeah, they no, don't no, know. We're, ta- we're not talking about yeah, that. Let's, no, let's no. Uh, the year is now 2200. Whale and Yutani still controls vast 21 years of after aliens. Spaceways, but there are still some things in space that cannot be controlled. Like love, and you end up starting off with something that is intriguing. You end up getting our main character, seemingly Cruz. writing dark poetry, possibly writing the next hit for Nine Inch Nails. I'm not sure. Uh, he is ending up talking about a dream that he's having with a bishop model that is on the Epsilon Orbital Station. Like who talks like who talks like this? I mean, really? Psychopaths. I mean, seriously. The dream always begins. Just imagine you're sitting there, you're trying to get help from your psychiatrist and stuff like that. And you're sitting there on the couch or, you know, laying, sitting there in the chair, whatever. It's like this. Listen here, Doc. The dream always begins in the dark. You think you know what that means, but you don't. You can't. The dark I see is a truer shade than just the absence of light. You can't find it just by clapping your hands over your eyes. Dark like this gets into your, it gets into you, penetrates you. Titans around your skull. And I'm sorry, Bishop is sitting there writing on his notepad, psycho. It's going to penetrate you. He starts doing a beatbox. One thing uh, Bishop's going to tell a freaking, you know, Bishop that he's going to fuck him like an animal. Yeah, he's going to do it in a second. I'm going to fuck you like an android. He ends up with this, though. Just imagine, this is what we can tell is is more of a military guy than anything else right and he went from a, a soldier to the freaking epsilon stations like installation security chief yeah and also dark poetry master i mean this doesn't a, sound like somebody yeah really <laughs> in the year 22 in the future like... <laughs> they have a they have majors and minors in dark majors poetry and minors in dark poetry just the idea that this is a a, a you know, lifelong military guy. He's talking like this. I mean, he should be like, shit went wrong, doc. Uh, but he seems to have this connection. And and where I get in this, where I, I really come out at the back end of it, not really being that invested is, is that I don't know this guy. Uh, he's giving me dark poetry here. No, I have no idea. And even with that, got this a pretty is cool like, name. I'll him this that. is the last day before. Yeah, it is before his retirement. Talking to the bishop model there that they have this connection. He's, com- but you're just thrown in here. And yeah, okay, is this real? What not dream? Is this because of what happened? No, because at is the this beginning, real life. Is this at the beginning? You do have something that me and you both come to the same conclusion that isn't really stated in this, but we do think. That him and his crew, best crew I ever damn well had, he yeah, says. Right. And Soldier man. They ended up getting attacked and taken off by xenomorphs, and we think that he was in infested there. The he only ended up person being... survived the xenomorph attack, which we do have flashbacks in dream form in this issue yeah. of him being all, you know, caked up with alien vomit, you know, against the wall, like you've seen in aliens and mm-hmm. stuff like that. His like face huggers all around. It looks like maybe he was impregnated by a face hugger as well and brought a xenomorph back to the whale and Yutani group, which then with that idea created the Epsilon station where they worked yep. on biological weapons with yeah, the biological xenomorph weapons. DNA. With the ruse that they were just a data farm. That and that's the thing. Is even the idea stuff. where you have, you know, the terrorists on Earth who hate the whale and Yutami and the corporations mm. and stuff like that. The fascists, yeah. they think that this is all a thing like, you know, cyber, you know, like uh, identities and stuff yeah, like yeah, I'm, trying, yeah. I'm trying to think of like cyber farming and stuff like that, trying to get everybody's information. They're yeah, gonna wipe they think that, out. that they're like big brother. They bit off more than they can show. Yeah, they and that's did. the one thing when that we get to that part where his son, Danny, he's like been like brought in by this group and they're like, look, we need you. Cause the thing is they don't give a shit about Danny. They're using no. Danny to get to his father, to get the security clearance, to go to the Epsilon station to do what they need to do. But and Danny's desperate point, for, for friends, Eric. 
because his dad who spit in for space. a lot of things. Yeah, yes, a haircut, a real haircut. <laughs> but haircut. this idea uh, when we get to that point, it's like you know what? I'm like I'm kind of bored throughout this whole thing. I want to know the mysteries, but they just keep stacking yeah, upon it. That's but the when we get to the idea when we have these stupid assholes who want to throw the word fashion around like it's going to yeah. running out of style kind of thing. The idea when they get in here, not, they they have completely bit off more than they do. This yeah. is that moment where I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, but, and that's the problem. You're mess up everything. Oh, they're the ones who are going to screw everything up. They're there to take down, you know, because you just went for that and, moment because oh, even yeah. when you have that sealed closed door that says Alpha on it, and they're ordering scientists by gunpoint to open it up, I'm like you don't want to. Do yeah, you don't want to do that. And then all of a sudden, because when they go in, there's all those tubes with all the alien uh, xenomorph things, and somehow one gets broken open. It looks they, like the lab from Alien Resurrection, which is yeah. crazy because even with this whole thing, like I'm guessing this would be the like the bridging point after Alien Three to Alien Resurrection, where they do start doing things, but along the lines where they need the alien specimen because that yeah, was the whole point of yeah. Alien Resurrection is they had yeah. Ripley's DNA from when she was on the prison planet Alien 3 and they kept trying to clone her to make sure that they can get the alien queen out of her and we had a whole bunch of abominations like alien Ripley hybrids which you ended up with uh, alien Ripley hybrid at the yeah. end of that movie when she came out but that was in 2381 this is 22 we have almost 200 years of research yeah, that's a at lot. that point I'm like oh my god are we going to go into a Whalen yutani Dark Ages after but yeah, we think that he was impregnated, infested with yes. a xenomorph, and that's why he writes on the cockpit, alien inside, meaning it's inside like dead of him. Inside, and the whole thing with the Walking Dead, the whole idea of that, where he like on his hypersleep pod for however he escaped wherever they were with the alien infestation, when he got back to the Whaling Utani group, or when they found him. They needed to make sure they because know. we saw this with Alien Three, because when the, like the the prisoners in Alien Three found Ripley. They didn't know that she had an alien inside her. She didn't know this, but inside no. her was like resting an alien. That's one way to keep it at bay so you don't get all, you know, chest bursty. It's to go yeah. into a hypersleep pod because it puts you to sleep. And it that's puts the embryo to sleep. You're good for a while. You're in stasis. Yeah, and it makes sense. It's just, again, though, I want to know more. You know, I need to, you have this connection and what you end up finding out from this bishop model. Hey, you have your retirement. This is great. You're going to be back on earth. You can go and hook up with another bishop model if you want. You can keep going off. We're everywhere you want to be. Yeah, we're there. We'll be able to talk to you. It's like, no, put him in mental institution. But they end up having a retirement thing where they're like, man, this guy's the greatest Gabriel Cruz. Let's give it up. Best damn soldier I ever had. And there wouldn't be an Epsilon station without him. And that's where we think that's another little And that's hint. the thing is I started thinking about that. I'm like, because when we see his dreams of like that and even flashbacks of when he was taken by aliens or alien infestation, whatever it is, I was pondering back and forth whether or not this took place on the Epsilon station or at the end because of what he did getting back with the alien embryo. That they were able to use the Epsilon station is solely there just to like, you know, procure alien DNA and do weird cloning. And and it seems like by the end, that's what it looks like. So it does seem like, again, though, does everybody there know that, especially Val Kilmer, who's in the front row? He looks like Val Kilmer there, right there in the beginning. I think everybody looks like somebody in this. Yeah, they they look plasticky. But yeah, the idea where I I love Kilmer. I I love, yeah, really. uh, I love the idea that if what we're saying is true, that the Epsilon Research Station is basically there. Yeah, isn't it? It's basically there for him because of the idea of bringing back the Xenomorph. It's like almost like, why are you telling inside jokes there? But he's like, hey, we wouldn't be here without him, right? Wink, wink. You you know what I'm saying, Val Kilmer, with that big smile, right? Wink, wink. And uh, yeah, so you get that. He goes back to Earth. He thinks back again at the alien inside deal. Uh, And again, that's a a really cool kind of like swipe there because, yeah, alien inside the pod because it's inside of him. But there he is thinking about how he had an alien inside him in a non-sexy way. But you end up going to his son and this hey. The, the worst thing is, is in the year 2200, they're still calling each other babe. I, I want to kill somebody. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Yeah. At, this is where you have we a still funny have deal cars too. With tires and motherfuckers still calling people That's, babe. I was just going to say, like, you either have, you know, oh, frack Apparently that. the future you know? is now because nothing's going to happen to freaking 200 years yeah, from now. It doesn't look very futuristic in my mind. I mean, I need him to get his rocket boots and fly into the, the house. and But nothing really looks that futuristic really um but yeah you end up having this meeting he even says when he's like hey everybody thanks a lot uh yeah i'm gonna go back and see my son 
Too much information. We don't give a shit about your son. Where's the cake? And then he goes back to Earth and he goes to see his son. His son comes over to see him. We already know that he's up to For no good. For nefarious this, means. Yeah, this girlfriend. You're going to get it? The intel says it's in his night drawer. His well, night she might call drawer. her girlfriend, but if you asked her, she just might say friend. Yeah. yeah maybe like Commandant or a Freedom Fighter. Fellow Commandant. <laughs> they're, they're smooching there. Uh, but yeah, you know that this well, she knows bit, how to get what she, she wants. Bit, that's what she's doing. You know this. You know that if it goes on long enough where everybody would survive, but half of these the people are going to be is, dead. I don't think we're ever going to find out the idea. This is how just my take from issue one, because when you have I these think she's a fucking android on Epsilon Station, there's no way they're going to have time <laughs> enough to talk about the idea that we use Danny and I didn't really I care know. for him. I'm telling you, don't you expect that Danny there and then you'd have that scene where this girl's like all right goes to the next room and one of the other freedom fighters baby i can't stand this i need to make sweet love to you my husband oh no he, she's been duping Do you want to be games <laughs> yes it's xenomorph games is what it is i need all that but it doesn't look like a lot of people are going to survive th- this reindeer games i see how they can I don't know either. And well, even yeah, with and- that, when you have Ep- for whatever reason, I'm telling you, the Epsilon Station, as they call it, we have Gabriel Cruz, who was the former installation security chief on the on the base. What do you think of when you think of Epsilon Station? Like they might have shown it in here, and it might have just been like a small satellite or whatever. Yeah. I didn't really take notice because whenever I think about it, I think of Obi Wan saying, "That's no moon." I feel like that yeah. should be the size of Epsilon Station. So how yeah, many really. people are on this space station? There's a lot. I'm, I'm that they have, you know, the select few there at this retirement deal. But at one point, you see where that commencement deal or this retirement thing it's like one little part of like a humongous freaking thing everybody else is working they're pissed they're like eh, i couldn't go val kilmer gets to go but not me no, look, they, guess they got anxiety they don't want to be in a room full of people they'd rather just That's do their true. job what you're saying is me and you yes and then all of a sudden the fire alarm went off and she said we wouldn't do it that's what's going to happen eric but yeah you end up going and you see Hill Cruzy. Like he, he's thing there. Is, I'm paging through. I see the Epsilon station now when I'm paging through. I don't get a feeling about how <laughs> big this is though by looking at this. What I have the idea of by the end is how the hell do these freedom fighters get a, a rocket ship and then blast the off to get to there? Yeah, but they they have cars with wheels, Eric. They have rocket cars. <laughs> and also just the idea too that all of this information is what Danny's going to get is pretty much on a thumb drive i mean it, yeah, it is it a card like deal but really like it, a little SD they, card. is this one of those things because whatever this is why would they even let him go with it are they assuming he took it with like well, what even is you and i were talking about the idea because it seems like he has come back to earth the day after his retirement party where he's been on epsilon station for like the last bunch of years even like yeah. estranged from his family yeah so when we get there we have gabriel this come girl. home for the first time and the girl tell me our intel says that he keeps her on his nightstand i'm like what how long has your intel been watching him? Yeah, and really? how long has he been keeping this high like security <laughs> it's, card it's on his live, nightstand? Live tweeting intel. Uh oh, we saw. Just say we've been watching him and we saw him put it there. The like, intel did you, that, pro, did you freaking put out a Freedom of Information Act of where Gabriel Cruz yeah. keeps the security clearance? What, I, I could just imagine this. It's like the intel says he'll keep it near in his nightstand next to his bed. That fucking dad, it's just like him. He always put things in his nightstand. It's like, I remember when it? I was a kid. He used to leave a glass of water there. <laughs> he, put he, me, off? He, put me, he put me in the nightstand once as punishment. Like, what is this? That Intel says he puts it in his nightstand. And if that wasn't enough, we have another mystery about what's going on here and the idea that Danny was not an only child at one point. Something happened between Gabriel and his family where they would never come back to Epsilon Station and his brother Lucas, who's, who Gabriel seems to have liked better than Danny anyway, as I took now, it. But he died somewhere along the line and nobody else talked about it. Are they just divorced or what? We don't even know about that. Mom didn't want to come back. All right. Well, I guess. I guess. I just assume this Lucas, who liked to play chess, we find out, eh, he was skateboarding or something and crashed out the window. I think he was hit by a space car trying to cross the street. Space street. He he was hit by a meteorite. I don't know. But this is the thing. 
we're getting mystery on top of mystery here in a book where I'm just trying to oh, get involved. And think it's we're and, getting involved and think it's I have not been able at this point in time in this comic, we're dealing with a lot of stuff and trying to learn about Gabriel Cruz, and I can't get past the thing that he told the, the bishop model psychiatrist in the beginning of the issue where he has the idea of the dark, that whole bullshit emo stuff that I was talking about in the beginning, where the whole thing is when you see him like the like thinking back in his dream state about all these aliens in one of them panels, the first panel actually, I believe it is. Yeah, you it's have the first spread page. You have this this other HR Giger painting model named Lee that you see in different things. Like she is there among the xenomorphs. It's very xenomorph like, but it's a different design that you have not seen in Aliens. And I want to know what this is about because talking about the idea of the queen and so like. Now, does he mean the queen like an actual queen alien like you'd imagine? Or is this an avatar it, it, representation of the queen to him? Something beautiful because he was once connected to the hive mind since he had something inside him. I need to know more about that and why this other again, HR why, stuff is really cool to me. I yeah, want to know more about this. And that's why he's having these dreams. It seems like, you know, he still has it's almost that like seven of nine with the Borg. Yeah, and he, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. What's that Battlestar Galactica? You end up where he's like, I, I keep seeing it. She looks like Rita Repulsa. If it, it, that's who I see, Eric, is what going. But yeah, with all that going on. Yeah, it you've is. never seen Rita Repulsa <laughs> a day in your life, have you? That's that kind of head look. It right? looks like a female Steppenwolf from the uh, Justice League movie. I said that before. I yeah. thought I'd get you to laugh more with Rita Repulsa. Well, now you just sound but, ridiculous. We'll but stop yeah, this. Now, now you get that deal where. There is that connection. He has that. And when he says, I want her to find me. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is still connected to the hive, Eric, in that way. And, or at least he remembers that connection and craves it. Like he's he's chasing the dragon. Rita Just like seven of nine. Yeah. So you, you have this going on. Danny goes with his intel. I'd love to think that Danny is so stupid that they ended up, this right. group came to him like that morning. Hey, baby, you're pretty hot. Let's smooch. Hey, who's Has your been dad? A dry spell All right. lately. And he's like, he's so dumb. Like, they really likes me. Is he that when, dumb or just that desperate at this point in time? Well, he hasn't been late both. in three years. He was thinking about killing himself. All of a sudden, yeah. somebody's into him. I'll do whatever you want me to do because well, you like me. Just let me tell you. Look at the page when he says, Goddamn Waylon Yutani killed our family. Look at those eyes on that. He's wrong turn right there. Those eyes are going all over the place. <laughs> he looks like something. He's a it's he looks like something's really wrong with him. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Why we don't see the mother in this is because it's also the sister, Eric. I don't know. But yeah, you end up having, you know, sexy girl making out. Hey, go get that. Uh, sexy you know. girl making out. <laughs> sexy girlfriend. You end up where he goes and. Yeah, I'm telling you, the art throws me off with these faces. They they almost look too realistic, I, I but not real. I that, you know, reading this kind of thing, I never want to be a father with an adult child or anything like that because I don't talk to any of my parents as really as an adult, so I don't understand how this really plays out. But when Danny shows up to his dad's house and, you know, you're trying to make that small talk, which I hate doing in real life, so this whole idea, you look good, fit, you're always active, but it's nice to see that you keep it up and you're older age. I'm like... Why do we want to have this conversation? Well, can you imagine? <laughs> well, I've seen him. you in a while. You walk in. You look good, Jim. You look Fit. good. Nice Fit. to know they're keeping up and active. His, his dialogue is not great. You want to be? I'm here? telling you. Uh, I, I'm with this. You end up having. Work. You, you know it's the future because he has like a doorbell with a with a red eye or something there. Plus, how? If I, uh, yeah. And when I'm there, I'm going to now cast the movie Actually, for this mother from aliens. Yeah, Macklemore is the dad and Toby Maguire is the son. Danny played by Toby Maguire. And and so they end up where, hey, you still play like he has nothing. He knows nothing about his son. Hey, you like to play the chess, does you? That was that Lucas. Was Lucas. <laughs> also at the one point, oh yeah, right. Uh, hey, I don't want to talk about Lucas except later when I throw it in your face about Lucas. And then they just right away what's, there's what's nothing weird, to what's, this. What's weirder to you in your mind? The idea that Danny has come over and has to, you know, put up some kind of front here where he has to go swipe yeah. the security clearance from his father's night side bedside <laughs> table where the idea is like this. All right, Dad, I'm, I'm angry right now, but I have to go to the bathroom. Where's your bathroom at? It's down the hall. And the or is, is this weird enough where this happens kind of thing? Or that the dad would then go look at his army picture, reminisce about his dead army buddies, grab a beer and try to go into the bathroom to bring it to his son while he's yeah, in there. Yeah, he's like, hey, what's going on there? You shake it more than once. You play him with it, son. I didn't dad. teach you that before. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, and dad. by the way. 
don't mind my bathroom mirror. Picasso made it. Look at that fucking mirror. It drives me nuts. It's all over the place. It's like melding. Everything's melding into each it's other. The future. It's stainless steel. What are they? Rich? He is, it seems. I mean, they actually give money. Now, with that, though, Dad's in pretty He's good an shape. alien mule. Of course <laughs> they give him money. <laughs> Yes, he is. Stick this in your asshole. We also, we also find out that he's dying, uh, but that's not going to be anything that Danny finds out. Also, it threw me off because I barely saw that the dad, uh, Cruz, he was cooking steaks. So when Danny left, I thought he left in a puff of smoke. I thought, what is this guy? Some fucking street magician. You Guess might have to eat me. both these steaks myself, <laughs> but I would anyway because I'm a thick guy. <laughs> I swear Protein. to God, I, th- I thought he disappeared like he was goddamn Chris Angel. I didn't he understand it. Oh, my God. He's like, looking, drinking his beer. He's an alcoholic, Eric. He had one beer. It looks like a dark beer, too, but in the glass, like it's a Coca-Cola. So I don't understand. But, yeah, in, in the future, they also got rid of the cloud, I guess, because the dad ends up keeping what seems to be the most sensitive information, if not a pass to get in or out, what, whatever it might be, is on this card that he ends up having where they go off. And you have some weird things happen. You do get a look at the troubles that went down with the Xenomorphs, where we think he was infested, where a bunch of these other, um, mainly, you know, this one guy looking like he's a plastic doll Sears. or something. Uh, he ends up, oh, man, the big thing is like, I shouldn't be here. It's Dante from Clerks. <laughs> and this is the thing that, is a weird idea of Cruz saying to the Bishop Monterey, this is what stuck with him. The idea that this guy was supposed to have paid leave and they put it away because Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, in my mind, got That's sick. What I think. And so he had to fill in. I mean, this happens a lot. Like, you think sure Reynolds got a lot. like the lowdown about what the mission was? Fuck oh, no, yeah. I got a tummy I ache. Think, I think Reynolds knew. This reminds me of like you probably had it a lot when you worked back as a kid at Pizza Hut where you do have people like covering shifts or you'll get the call. Hey, you know, Tommy, he ended up not being able to come in. You're like, Tommy is fucking high as a kite. Yeah. That asshole. He just it's didn't want to go. Stopped him or, before. or one of those things. Yeah, Tommy's an asshole. Like Tommy went to the shore that weekend and then just said, oh, I'm really sick. It's like one of those where no, that, no, some Tommy's idiot. grandma died like seven times. Yeah, seven times. I, I love the idea that when you're working somewhere like uh, it happened to me at Hardy's a couple of times when they'd come up and say, Hey, uh, can you work this weekend for uh, Jerry? Uh, he's sick. I'm like, it's Tuesday. What do you mean this weekend? <laughs> he's calling in ahead. I know this motherfucker's going to the shore. Jerry's got uh, the plague real like, bad. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, you don't want him. We don't even know if he's going to make cover his oh, shit this man. weekend. Yeah. We think he died. Uh, but yeah, the, the idea of Anal all bleeding. of this where Jerry's this in a guy, bad place right now. Yes, he is. And that's just because of what he did on Wednesday night. You end up where this, I shouldn't be here. And I'm like, why does this stick with you? I, I don't know. What's really going to stick with him is Xenomorph going up well, his the thing ass. Is, but... It didn't really stick with him because it's we're exploring it more because this is what he remembered from the last dream he had yeah. before he left Epsilon Station. So it is yeah. opening up more the idea that it is opening I don't up, even and know he if he's that. remembering this or if it, we're just getting to see why he would remember that, the idea that he's not supposed to be there. He was I mean, you can, even, you can even go with the idea that the only thing that this bishop unit is trying to do is open up that to find out what really happens so that they can figure out more of what they need to do or I what I don't even know what if they the need deal. to figure this out the whole thing i mean too. i'm just saying like, like when it happened or, or i think maybe... they're trying to figure out if he does have a connection to the aliens so they can do more stuff with it and like you know your research well, he's, is already, he's, more. he's already the, the jig is up there and gone because he's because this but, emotionless yeah, I, freaking android monster he don't care he wants to act like he's you know gabriel's friend you know trying to help him nah. he's, he's working for the oh, company man yeah. oh i know man He's like, uh, you know, and, and has the gall to pretend he's Lance Hendrickson. I mean, that's the you end up, though, with all that. I think that they are prying into that. So you're going to end up, I think, by the end and, and where Phil Kennedy Johnson, I think, goes so surface level with the fascist. We're going to get you. It is funny that they end up starting, I, I, you know, so pretty much the dominoes going because they're awful. Here, just because they yeah. are just like you want to like, we're the freedom fighters. We're fighting the company of the, your assholes. That's what you yeah. are. And I can't wait to see you die. It's true. And then I think 
think that by the end of this and whatnot, I do think that because the the bishop unit does end up saying, you know, did you tell your son you're 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 dying? You're gonna. Die? I don't know that that's even true. I think that this is all set up. He's gonna find out. And he's gonna join in with the with the freedom fighters. The only thing that weirds me out though is why doesn't he notice throughout this that the bishop unit starts off looking like Lance Hendrickson and then ends up looking like Steve Buscemi? He's it, fine. it ends up going back and forth. Like, why are you Steve Buscemi now? But yeah, you end up seeing on the station then and hey, what's going on? This two guards that, you know, security people that we wouldn't ever know and we won't we hardly knew you. But they're even talking about if Cruz was here, they wouldn't let that cat there Salem. That's what I'm gonna say Salem. it is. It looks like Salem. That cat. And uh, yeah, he's playing with it. I, this I really girl. just like in the future that it seems like people, it's acceptable. Like how we had like Jonesy and the Nostromo yeah. and stuff like that and Alien and stuff where people can just bring their cats to work. I'm like, that's the future it, that I want to live in. And that's the weird thing, though, is these cats. Like, bring your kitty why, to work day. Why throw National that day. in just to give you that look? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's every day. Um, but yeah, you have that. And then, that's of all course. I want. The one uh, woman security, she mentions that she's two days from retirement, pretty Dead. much, and yeah, gets her face blown <laughs> off. Me. I mean, really, she's she's like Kurt Cobain right there, Eric, and that's not appropriate. I mean, really, How but that's what you? we got. And then you end up seeing because Danny and his and his crew here, Freedom Fighters, sexy girl Danny and the crew, they end up you got being ball able, putty, sexy girl, the rest of the they crew, they got a rocket ship. I mean, if they have a rocket ship, get these people some sort of uniforms or something. Really, look at these people. And they end up, even when it goes, it's like, oh, it's just a Well, why did it dock in? It didn't dock. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Oh, no, my face is gone. And then you end up where they get the, the bands so that they can go around. They think that they are going to go there and find a bunch of computer things and whatever you call them servers there, like that and they're going to bomb it and then they're going to get back into their shuttle and get out of there but when they open it up you said it, it does look like the whole resurrection it, it looks like what you um, would that's expect the thing is too as we we're talking about i started thinking about the idea because at the end when they go into the gigantic lab and see all these weird alien freaking monsters and tubes and stuff like that and they come across the door that says alpha on it and they're ordering katie seagal scientist to open it up she's yeah. like no the she full- just puffs out the of nowhere I- too like mind freaking me. The idea that whatever is in here is so bad, she is willing to like at gunpoint freaking activate the security because she would rather die than let this get exposed to anywhere on Earth. I'm like, this is how bad it is. She gets blown away after activating security things, and that's the one problem with this because when it goes to this weird red like you know coloring with the beep. Beep, 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 like, beep. I, I have no idea. All of a sudden, no. glass tubes are shattering. There's well, face huggers like here. Well, it like the one glass tube especially ended up going because of the exit wound of Katie Seagal. Okay. Which does that, but really, these people should be a little more careful. I see weird tail whips of aliens, yeah, but I don't yeah. know what's happening with that. I just know at the end that we have the one scientist have a face hugger on him, and another one's coming for yeah. Danny Boy. And the thing is, though, what I was trying to get back to is the idea of that. The reason in my mind, I was trying to ponder on this a little bit, but the reason that freaking Gabriel's actually dying He's a clone, and they only have an expiration date. Yeah, the might Alpha be. might be the real da- Gabriel freaking Cruz might be. in the background who they keep cloning to do more stuff so with they're the trying alien. To and get all these more things the that info. we have in specimen tubes are the wrong cloned alien-human hybrids that do almost like we had an alien resurrection with the yeah, Ripley Yeah, the one looks wrong. like sloth there yeah. at the very front. Like Because if you remember in that and... movie when Ripley, the clone of her, uh, actually came upon the room of all the different versions that weren't right, she didn't kill them because they were monstrosities, I think that's what we're dealing with here. So it's al- it might say alien on the cover, but it's alien resurrection in spirit in my mind. Damn right. And yeah, I, you, you might be right then. That would be the expiration deal. And, and with that and almost with the bishop – being explained to people who wouldn't know what that is, the idea that you have even androids and stuff like that. And I think that you're pointing out that they're just going to be with him all the time trying yeah. to figure out and stuff. And trying to maintain do that again. he doesn't know a truth or what he might know and like yeah, you know, the yeah. connection that a clone would have since he is a hybrid now, a clone of a human alien pretty Yeah, because much. actually, yeah, you can and end giving up, him you know. A, like a, a connection further to the alien queen. It's almost like a, uh, a surrogate like you know specimen to to dig into their mind and see what the hell's going on and maybe to be able to locate the the deal as yeah. well with their nonsense and then and that's why you know up, that's right? why gabriel cruz never left the epsilon station leaving his family home because he couldn't because he was locked up yeah 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 he's not really the deal now it would have been cool 
to have his son. I, I don't know how you're going to play out with this. I, I actually wish that Danny ended up dying. He does look like he's in big trouble, though. I mean, he's there I with a big gun. Wait. He looks like is, Dirty Harry. That's the I only mean. reason I would want to read, because I don't like alien comics, because I find them just weird, because you don't have the same feeling that you would do in the movies and stuff like that, which I enjoy. But I really want to read issue number two of Alien to see what happens to these assholes. Maybe me and you will get together for issue two of these oh, things. Yeah? It's, it's my trick back to our way of you back to the Marvel. Can you give me one fresh start while we're fresh done? Start. This is a fresh start, Eric. Ah, uh, yes. But I don't know. Talking about it, I liked it a little more. Yeah. I have to admit in it. But again, how many times have we been tricked? We've been oh doing this. We've been doing We're this game for time. a while. I know. And, and when we get excited we about might things, as hell, we might as well have a, a bishop android telling us things we want to hear next yeah. to us. We're just going to well, like nod our heads. Yeah, bishop. No, and with he's that, us. everything that I'm excited about is stuff that we have made up. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it up in our head. It may be true, and yeah. if it is, that's cool. Uh, we'll see. That's but, the stuff yeah, I'm interested in too. I liked it better. Then I did. I'm I'm going to go up because thanks to you, I'm I'm actually going to go up to a six five. Yeah, that's where I'm uh, at. Too. I, I was at a five. I, I really and the art really threw me off. And I like Salvador La Roca, but nothing looks real. It I was have... fine until the end when the aliens escaped and the stuff. Yeah, that, that I really was wanted to see because I, I just know what didn't I was like the at. plastic looking people at points. And everybody has these weird like you know, they look like toys to me. But well, Jim, yeah, talking about end... that, when I push this button on my Queen Alien's hip right yeah. here, it swings her waist so she swings her tail at people. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. that's. I, yeah, we all hear it. Oh my goodness gracious! He swings her tail. Oh my Scorpion! When you push the button on his back, he blows up. Does Does anybody in any of the movies? At, what happened? You just dropped. Something, no, no, I'm saying Scorpion now just blew up. Would you like it? I'm going to make my action scene. Me and you are there. We go into here. We're We're with the Freedom Fighters. We know there's aliens there, and I have my shotgun. I go. Let's get some tail. Would that be good? No, that'd be pretty cool. And then a bug hunt. They're like, where where are you going? Yeah, I turned left because I'm going to the whorehouse. That's what I meant. The fuck with these xenomorphs. I agree. I'm here, I'm here on shore leave at Epsilon Station. I'm here to get some tail, Eric. Isn't that your what I'm here that is <laughs> yes, really. Oh no, it's shipwreck, Eric. You you know that better than me. Shore uh, leave. Hey there, Polly. I can't even do it without hearing it. <laughs> that was the word. Hey there, Polly. What you saying, Polly? He sounds like Christian Slater or Jack Nicholson. Just go with yeah, that. he does. Didn't that sound like no. I can't think of it in my mind? Yeah. What's that, Polly? <laughs> it doesn't work. We're getting tail this weekend. Uh, by the way, also, you end up having this, this sexy girl. By the end, she looks like Nicole Kidman. Eric, at the one point when she's got the gun pointed at Katie. That's Scott. the thing is, if I could draw and do stuff like that, I would be you doing would do like, that all the time. Exactly. The thing is, like, I'm casting the ultimate movie right now. Nobody's going to turn down. I'm going to have Danny would have Tom this. Cruise. He'd yeah. be Tom Cruise to no, me. No, no, I, I don't want the movie to bomb. No, I don't want really? another mummy repeat. Really, you know, but they're doing science and this is the tautology and stuff. There, hey, there, Polly. Is that a good? You movie? know, Tom Cruise made <laughs> himself become the mummy at the end of that movie. Yeah, I know. But wasn't the mummy inside him all along? Or, well, wasn't it not the destination, but the journey and the friends that we meet along the way that are mummies, is what I say. <laughs> right. and, the, and the wolf man's is what we got, right? Game over, man. Game ah, over. right. Now, as a surprise there, I'm going to send you right now, Miles Morales. We'll hit that now, too, right? You're doing what now? You wouldn't have any. That's the thing. This issue, we're going to be going off. I'm going to be talking about Miles Morales. And, and not a lot happened in that. They're going to get this, Eric. A Spider-Man book. No. Because it, it was it when I actually, was reviewing it. Nothing yeah, happened well, then either. Here's the deal. The idea of this is going to be that. I don't know if you've ever heard this. A clone saga is coming to the Miles is, Morales Spider-Man. I actually think that's amazing because how ridiculous that is from growing up and going through the clone saga. The idea of it happening to Miles. I'm like, Damn, that Miles. was so bad. This has to be good. It, isn't it one of those things that's I like, that, well. I love Ben Riley. Scarlet Spider-Man yeah. is the best Spider-Man there but ever was. D- during, a, uh, during a crisis at DC, a Flash has to die. And every Spider-Man needs to have a clone saga, I, I believe. So and how many clone that. sagas does Spider-Man have to have? Yeah, really. Like seven. So I'm going to be going off to do that. So everybody, uh, enjoy Eric on the fresh start fresh here. Start. Fresh start deal. We'll see. Uh, and Predator comes out and you, you're going to be joining me. And we'll see. If we like the next one and you have free time, we'll talk about that as well. You but everybody, this is a, ah, this is a, uh, a special treat. I didn't tell anybody. I kept it under wraps. So you didn't even so. tell me. 
I know, really, until I called you up. Hey, we're talking aliens. Like three hours that, ago. That that is the crazy. Like you haven't even read the issue, Eric. You, you did a good job. I just called you, but yeah, yeah. I asked you today. I figured, nah, I, I didn't want to talk about it myself. I would have been so miserable. It would have been awful. So, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go up now and talk by myself about Miles Morales Spider-Man, the prelude, Eric, Ooh. to the Clone Saga with with guest star Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel says in this, "Hey, I'm good at the sports ball." She says in Eric, and then they play basketball. She embiggens. She cheats. She cheats. She's just a cheater. Miles ends up turning invisible, though. He cheats, too. I want a venom blast. Kill her ass is what I need. Oh, no. You get a venom blast to the ankle. Looks like you can't run anymore. Looks like I crossed you over, bitch. And then he goes in with a dunk, Eric. But, yeah, I shouldn't call Miss Marvel a bitch. One of my favorite characters. (laughs) I'm going to go off to that solo. But thank you for joining me, Eric. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And... Off to Miles. Okay, and how am I going to top Eric Shea slash The Cellar Dweller on this here podcast? I mean, I couldn't, could I? But I'm going to try with Miles Morales number 24, written by Salonina Med, art by Carmen Carnero, colors by David Coriel, letters by DC's Corey Petit. Miles Morales, a.k.a. Spider-Man, has had a lot going on. He's getting on, getting on. He just defeated two of Brooklyn's biggest baddies, a monstrous green goblin. Is one of those Kyrie Irving by any chance? It's not. Ah, yes. I'm trying to pick it up here. A monstrous green goblin and the crazed crime lord ultimatum when the symbiote god Null attacked New York. Miles had to fight his friend and teammate Miss Marvel, who had been possessed by Null's hive mind. Miles freed her from Null's control and Earth's mightiest hero, spended off the King of Black's alien invasion. Oh, did they? Did <laughs> that's this is the best. This is post King and Black. So get this: we win, we win, people, we win. I should be back in school. But things haven't been all bad. Miles still has his friends, his parents, and his babysitter or baby sister Billy with Brooklyn's supervillains under control and Null defeated. Things are finally looking up again for. Spider-Man, and yeah, you start off with Miles, he's getting ready, he's got the deodorants, he's fixing his hair, he mentions the idea that, boy, Ultimatum's gone, Null's gone, really, and Cradle has been disbanded, so you end up, this is post-Ultimatum, post-Outlaw, post-King of Black, all these posts here, just feels kind of funny and odd, but you have Miles meet up with Miss Marvel, to kind of hang out They're going to hang out a bit Have a little cool down deal After being teammates And all of that Especially through the outlawed story You know, they're just going to hang loose Go and get some you know, ice cream Talk about things And I know that I saw some people didn't like this issue It is a cool down issue But really, just the idea That they're talking about this stuff You know, outlawed Even the ultimatum stuff And then King in Black to get to the clone saga, you kind of do have to have a little cooldown issue. I mean, you can't just jump into these things one after the other. People get fatigued, but you end up with this being a bit of a cooldown. And what I like about it is you allow Saladin Med to kind of tie up some tiny little loose ends of Miss Marvel because that book is now done. But also maybe giving a pilot episode maybe giving a little bit of a job interview type thing of hey you think miles and kamala would make a good couple because they really would i mean they really get along here i know that it's probably just gonna be friends because both are coming off of relationships but isn't that the best time aren't rebound relationships always the strongest in the end (laughs) no they're not but you end up having kamala and Miles walking around, you're seeing some of the destruction from the King and Black. Null going and ripping buildings apart, dragons all over. But at least people are picking up the pieces, getting back to normal. Now, if you want to have a fourth scene, they go by a basketball court there in Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving's nowhere to be found. I think that when Null came, he started yelling about Flat Earth and stuff and probably ran off and got eaten by a dragon. But they end up going and there's just a basketball there in the middle of this court. Excuse me. Um, and that's an odd thing, just to have a basketball laying there through all this, but it does allow them to go and play the sports ball. And, and that's what Kamala says, where Miles is like, yeah, you, you don't want to, you know, play basketball or anything, do you? And she's like, well, nah, I don't know. And he's like, yeah, I'd probably kill you. And what? 
I'm good at this sports ball. What she means is she's going to use her powers to completely cheat. Me and Eric talked about that at the end where she's going. And they get in uniform. Why do they get in their costumes? Miles even says, why are we in our co-? Well, they're in the costumes because they're going to use their powers, Miles. She's going to cheat. She can't just be stretchy, stretchy. It's just Kamala Khan. So she gets in her deal. He gets in his. And she ends up, I, I need the son of it. She's heating up. Is it the shoes? No, it's the stretchy, stretchy arms. She ends up dunking. It's funny, too. Like, she's lifting one leg up. It's almost like the way that Wonder Woman takes off to fly, but she's there with her arm all over. And, and with that, not just slam dunking, but also doing a little Harlem Globetrotters maneuver where around miles, then up, and then dunk. Well, he says that's a cheat. And that's it. so he's going to cheat. I really do wish Venom Blast, but it's not. He ends up turning invisible. They they have fun. And this is like one of those things that they seem to need. They need to have some fun. There's nobody yelling for help all these days, but then somebody yells for help. That's the problem. All of a sudden, a building is crumbling down. Now, I don't mind this. The idea that this bit, well, I I mind that a building's falling down on a mother and and a a baby, but uh, the thing that I don't, I think that is forcing kind of that they end up saying, oh, my God, this landlord, we told them about these stairs and they've been having problems and they ended up falling down the building. We just got done King and Black. How could you possibly think just off the bat? It may be the stairs. It may be. some, But how could you possibly think that this crumbling building was anything but Nolan, the dragons and the symbiote nonsense? I, we saw skyscrapers ripped apart but yet this building it's all this guy's fault if i'm this guy i'm just i'm pleading the king in black defense um but they go and oh my god we're trying to get there and you see normal people stepping up to be heroes going and trying to get you know rocks cinder block dirt all that away so they could go and find and find and save this mother with the baby you have kamala khan use her powers in one of the most hideous looking ways i've ever seen she makes her ear get really big now does that mean that you hear better just because you have big ears? I've seen some people with really big ears, and they don't listen worth a shit is what I'm saying. I have big ears. Ask Tanya how good I listen. So she ends up with the huge ear. But again, like, does that necessarily make everything else amplified? I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. If my nose gets bigger, am I going to end up, you know, from lying or something? Am I going to be able to smell Better because that means I wouldn't need to take a shower. I'm all in for that. I'd smell better, I says. Uh, but yeah, she ends up making her ear real big, says I can hear them. They're alive. She ends up then using her powers with what she should have done right away. It's just embiggen and then start moving giant slabs of rocks, things like that. They do end up finding this mother and the baby. Okay. And then, oh, my God, you know, what are we going to do? And that's where they say, our landlord's a jerk. We told him that the floor under the stairway it was bad. He wouldn't fix it because he's a jerk. You do start to get a little social justice stuff going here. I just, it feels weird while you have just gotten out of King and Black, where all of New York City is probably just destroyed, but they're going to go over and they're going to pay a little visit to this landlord. Of course, he has some, you know, crazy car. Any car that has a fin on the back, to me, that's too expensive for me. I I ain't driving no fish car. I got too much, you know, I got too much debt is what I have. Uh, I ended up knowing a guy who had a Volkswagen Beetle with a whale's fin, they called it, on the back. That that wasn't that fancy, and it, it was really ridiculous. It was bright yellow, and it just looked not like nonsense is what it did. But I, I would never drive a car with a fin on it. And that's just me. I am, uh, that's a fashion faux pas. For me, and I don't look good getting in a fin car with my shorts, hoodie, and baseball cap. So they end up like, okay, this is this piece of crap. He uh, he didn't listen to the tenants. He's doing this. Seems like he's a bit of a slumlord. They even mentioned he has all these apartments and he doesn't have this for us and whatever. So they end up deciding, what should we do? Yes, Outlaws kind of done. Cradle is disbanded, but people are still edgy about teen heroes. And if they go down there and cause too much of a ruckus, plus they they have to think this guy has a lot of money, whether or not Miles Morales and Kamala Khan are superheroes, this guy takes them to court or something like that. There could be troubles. 
So they end up going down and they try to tell this guy who looks very young, tries to tell, you know, hey, you're going to go and fix this apartment. You ended up almost getting people killed. You're going to end up having to put them up on another location. And he's like, well, you know, I don't have to do what you say. You end up getting Miles is getting more and more angry. He ends up getting the Venom Blast buzz going and he's going to end up socking this guy. And luckily Kamala stops him or he probably would have. He might have killed this man. So the guy says, okay, okay. And then at first he's, I don't have to listen to you criminals. You guys are out all this stuff. And he's like, all right. So then Miles ends up destroying the guy's car, which that's not going to help. But he ends up saying, okay, um, I have another building with vacancies just up Broadway. Uh, They can move into there. It's actually nicer. We'll fix up things. We'll do that. Again, Miles is kind of leaning against the car and then blasts it. I don't know what incentive this guy has now to listen at all. I mean, property damage may be an incentive at first saying, if you don't, I'll give you more than that. But now it's just like, oh, well, you, you agreed you're going to put them up in an apartment on Broadway. All right. Car done. Smoking and, and zigging and zagging this car. It's got that fin on the back. That's on fire. And so they end up going and, you know, you end up having Miles and Kamala talking about, you know, doing the right thing, helping some people. But it's never enough. It's almost like we got Green Arrow over here. Look at look at Mr. Miles here saying it's never enough. Oh, my. And, yeah, they say, I know what you mean. We're trying to do our job. Everybody's against us. All this stuff going. But they still have time. Miles seems like he's like, hey, I'm going to go home. This does feel like a bit of a date. And I love when they swing away or fly away from the car because you have Miles you know, zipping with the lines and Kamala's wrapping her arms around him like 17 times with the stretchy, stretchy. So it's pretty cool. But they go to eat ice cream and you end up having Miles looks like he has mint chocolate chip, which is my favorite flavor of ice cream, except that green nonsense. Get it out of here. You don't need green mint. When you you use it, mint is clear. If you ever have like bottles of mint and stuff like it's clear, you don't need the, the stupid food coloring to tell me that it's mint. You know, usually I can taste, you know, I'm getting my taste and smell back. Nah, I don't know. People would say probably I still have no taste, but that's just them. But you, you don't need to make it green. Plus, way too much ice cream on this cone. It's going to be big troubles here. Come on, Miles. But yeah, I, I, I look at Kamala's, I would guess, I don't know. She might be having some sort of like caramel, maybe. I don't know. It's like yellow brand. It looks like somebody peed in the snow, but she seems to be enjoying it. Maybe that's what she's into. I don't know. But yeah, you end up having this whole deal or it might be a like butter pecan, which at one point that was my mom's favorite ice cream. I hate it. It's a little too rich for me. Just like those cars with the fins, a little too rich for my blood. But yeah, Miles, stop it. If you go to an ice cream parlor like this, this is the original downtown ice cream factory. I mean, it's a factory in here, people. They got a line going on. They're going all that stuff, I'm sure. Uh, And they give you green mint chocolate chips. Throw it back in their face. I'm allowing you to do this and tell them to get real ice cream and that they're nonsense and leave. But, yeah, they're, they're talking about things going. And, yeah, you end up having their dating situation. Now, with all of this, Miles has been mentioning Barbara, my girl, my girl, the whole time. He kept saying that. It's really like the worst thing. I ended up doing that way, way back in high school. Tanya did it to me as well. You don't want to talk about ex-boyfriends and girlfriends when you're kind of hanging out. Whether or not even if you want to be romantic or whatever, they don't seem to be exactly that but Kamala just is like at one point Like I think that she's starting to like Miles like, Hey, my girl Barbara brought me back here When we used to go together And she's like, oh, oh, we're, we're, we're here what, what is this called? The uh, the friend zone factory here? Because uh, you just gave me a double dip of the friend zone, baby And, and he's like, oh And then you end up having Kamala says Yeah, dating's terrible and then that's when Miles looks and is like, all right, well, I, I guess I screwed this one up. Uh, but she, obviously, if you've been reading the book, she tried to date Bruno, her best friend. Says, I tried to date my best friend. It didn't go well. And you have Miles say, oh, well, you guys still cool. 
And this is like the thing. You never really got that full explanation or full out telling that, yes, they are cool. You get this here. But without a full out Kamala Khan Miss Marvel book, yeah, she's in Champions and, and she'll be in a lot of other things like that. She's going to have the TV show, all this stuff. And then I, I assume eventually she'll have her own solo book. But I don't see Bruno showing up much. If she doesn't have a solo book So I end up liking this where She's like yeah yeah we're still cool And yeah he says that's good Friends matter more than any of the rest of it Friend zoned again You're right there back and I'm like really Like this is back and forth It's like who's going to one up each other on the friend zones Here Miles wins Miles wins easily And Kamal says darn right Well they end up you know going Kamal goes takes the train back uh, to New Jersey All that stuff she told her dad that she was in the city to go to the library, which she said is true, but she kind of, she fudged the stats of when she'd be back so set she could hang out with Miles. And um, you end up where Miles goes back home and his mom and dad come running out and like, oh my God, you're here. I, we thought you were okay. Well, you know, we thought you were in trouble, all this. And he's like, well, what the heck are you talking about? Why wouldn't I be okay? And they pull out their phone and yeah, it looks like Spider-Man's kidnapped the scientist. And this is Miles Morales, Spider-Man. And it says next Miles' life as he knows it ends as the clone saga begins. So it looks like there's already a clone, at least one going around grabbing scientists and things like that as Miles comes back home. So we end up with issue number 25. I'm assuming it will be a bit of an oversize as well. And that'll be on April 28th. I'm looking forward to it. I know that the clone saga things, but even Eric said at the end, you kind of expect it. With a Spider-Man book So that'll be pretty cool indeed uh, Overall I'm not going to tell you That this is the greatest issue ever uh, It isn't It is a cool down issue But if you like both Miles and Kamala You have you know something to smile about Something to enjoy As we kind of gear up To go off to the Clone Saga So I actually enjoyed it uh, For that I gave it a 7.5 overall Again it's not going to You know it's not a mind bend here but i like the art i always do i like saladin ahmed's writing he does a really good job when it is just the personal things and why i like this book i've been saying it all along the miles and the kamala khan the saladin ahmed stuff is because he does he's able to juggle family non-heroing with the heroing as well some people don't like that pacing i do and so i am down but that's it that is it here i hope that you enjoyed the extra special eric shea Talking about the Alien book, I'm glad he did. He ended up making me like it more. And I hope then you enjoyed me coming here and getting through this Miles Morales deal. And, yeah, we're going to go off to Clone Saga. That's pretty good. Some big stuff going on. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for your support. All of that. Look for all the other shows coming up, all that, you know, jazz and stuff. And thanks. And I will talk to you later. All right. And that was the bonus spotlight. I hope you enjoyed that. Gives you a little idea of how we do these spotlights, I'll tell you, we do not try to skimp out on it. It's usually the length of a regular podcast. Also, just to tell you what is coming up on the Patreon this April, if you do go over there and check it out, we end up having a book of the month. It ends up being picked by everybody on the Patreon. And this month of April, it will be Invincible. Robert Kirkman's Invincible that we have the new cartoon so that is very timely so we'll be going through the first trade of that and then also we have a Marvel Comics character of the month and the vote is in and it's Scarlet Spider Ben Riley, where I'm going to be going through the Clone Saga Revelations book and also a What If with Ben Riley. and then if you're into it Connor Hawk ended up being the DC character of the month as well. And we do that each and every month. Everybody gets a pick. You get to pick the stuff and whatnot. So that's fun. But yeah, it's big. A lot of people are very excited about going through Invincible. And we do it like a reading club type thing. Uh, and just as an aside, this is a DC thing, though. But we'll be doing our Zack Snyder Justice League review coming up next week on the Patreon as well. So there's a couple things to get you excited as well as each week we do the Patreon Spotlight. We have a bunch of things, a lot of Marvel things involved. So I hope that everybody goes and checks it out at patreon.com slash weird science. But even if you didn't, thanks 
for listening to this. Thanks for listening to the podcast here on the regular feed. And if I don't hear from you sooner, I will talk to you next Wednesday.